Chapter Twenty One of Your Psychic Powers and How to Develop Them. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Your Psychic Powers and How to Develop Them by Herbert Carrington. Chapter Twenty One. Inspirational Speaking and Test Messages Inspirational speaking depends partly upon the activity of your own subconscious mind and partly upon the amount of help you receive from the spirit world. In speaking before public audiences, for the first few times, you had best think over what you are to say and prepare your talk a little in advance. Then, depend upon the help and inspiration you receive from the elaboration of these notes which you have made. As you progress, you will find that less and less of this preparation is necessary, and after a time, you will be enabled to dispense with it altogether, and know nothing more of the subject of your discourse than the mere title. On the Rostrum When on the Rostrum, you can close your eyes, and the discourse, more or less eloquent, will flow from your lips. When you are still more advanced, you will be enabled to allow persons in the audience to choose subjects and you will then be able to talk upon these at great length and often with profundity of knowledge and beauty of style which surprises not only yourself but your auditors. Many of the best and most profound object lessons and instructions have been received in this manner and much of the philosophy of spiritualism has been propounded and explained in this way. Test messages are of somewhat different order and are given in a different manner. They relate to persons in the audiences or to objects brought by those persons, and the information concerns not an abstract subject or theme, but individuals connected with the person to whom the message is given. It concerns spiritual personalities more directly than spiritual truth, and though both may have their origin in friendly helpers, they are nevertheless given for different purposes and in a different manner. How to begin A very good way to begin training both for inspirational speaking and test messages is the following, which Dr. R. R. Schlesner, an able trance and test medium, personally followed in his development, and which he found gave most satisfactory results. In writing of this, Dr. Schlesner says, First of all, I asked someone in the audience to speak to me a set or formal sentence such as Doctor help me or Doctor reach me. From this I received certain impressions which I analyzed somewhat as follows. 1. I can tell from the sound of the voice whether it is harsh and grating or whether it is soft, gentle and harmonious and from this the character of the speaker may be more or less diagnosed. Also, the voice will tell me whether the person is nervous and irritable or self-contained and controlled, whether the person is angry or is skeptical and merely asking for a test. Further, the voice will tell me whether the person is weak or strong, positive or negative, sensitive or the reverse. These are the physical properties of the voice, so to speak, and from them I gather certain information more or less instantaneously and subconsciously as to the sitter and his attitude. Colors and Auras 
2. In addition to this, I receive in connection with his voice certain psychic impressions. These take the form of auras or colors drawn up in a cloudly pillar-like forms. These colors I interpret symbolically. Thus, if I see before me a dirty slate gray, I say that the conditions before me are at present very unfavorable and depressing. And if, beyond this, I see a yellowish gold rim, I say that the immediate future prospects will be much brighter and better, and that the person in question may cheer up, as better conditions are coming, etc. Besides this color, which is drawn up before me, in this form, as the result of the physical vibration of the voice, and which seems to be caused by it, I always see another series of colors and auras in particular place, some distance from the first place, which I compare with the former set and see whether or not they agree. After seeing the first set of colors, I close my eyes for a moment, then open them and look at the second set. If they are found to agree with one another, I know that my first impressions are correct. And then I state openly that such and such conditions are so. My own experience has been that if these two sets of auras agree with one another, the diagnosis or psychic impression is correct, and I am very seldom wrong in my statement of the fact. Their Interpretation Let us go back for a moment to the impression received by a heavy laden grey colour. Suppose this is the colour seen, this indicates depression. Having arrived thus far, the question is how to get out of this condition. That is suggested partly by common sense. Having proposed this question to myself, I close my eyes and look at a different place in space. In this third place, I then see presented to my psychic sight a symbol. This symbol tells me how to escape from the present difficulty. After I explained the symbol and interpreted it to the best of my ability, I then look back at the colors, see whether or not they have changed. If they have become brighter, then I know that this is the correct path to follow and that good will result from the course of action advised. If there is no change, I state that the things will continue for some time to come in this depressed condition, and that the best that can be done for the time being is to hope and work on patiently. How to increase your power? These auras, colors and symbols may be impeded and shut off by certain psychic conditions on the part of sensitivity. For example, you may hold on to them too tightly, as it were, and this tenacious grasp for too long a time will have an effect of shutting them off altogether. You must learn to let go as soon as the symbol has been perceived or the color seen. As these colors are presented to you, you may, however, see a change going on, and in that case you should also watch it intently and see that what the change may be. Thus, gray may change to white, a sign of spirituality and you can state that the person is becoming more spiritual and changing his point of view in life clinging to his ideals etc and that if he continues to do so success will reward him if you see tinges of gold and yellow you may be sure that the individual in question is cultivating his intellect and that he is independent in thought and a more or less clever intellectual person getting help from spirit guides in addition to these colors and symbols, other phenomena may occur. Thus, in my own case, I always see my guides who stand by my side telling me what to say. If I speak aloud, just what they tell me, it is usually correct. 
if i endeavor to elaborate or extend it it is often wrong this is an error which should be avoided thus they may say three this may mean three minutes three hours three days three weeks three months three years etc at the time i hear the figure i do not know what its meaning is i therefore say to the person receiving the message my guide says to me three and then i wait for further information as explained in the lesson on symbolism the difference between the two consists in distinction between impression and expression i receive the impression correctly but must be careful not to give it wrong expression what one should do therefore is to wait for further impressions before expressing anything in such a case as the above i would after hearing the word three spoken turn to my guide and ask what the three signified on receiving an answer i would state this also and then go back to the information etc if you proceed in this manner you will rarely go wrong the more anxious you are to receive psychic impressions and to give tests the more fluctuating or changing will your impressions be the colors of the auras will keep changing and often you will see them constantly varying around any object placed on your table whereas if you are in a calmer frame of mind these colors would appear stationary endeavor therefore in every way possible to control your apprehension and anxiety in giving public tests of this nature important rules to follow one very good method in giving tests to the public is to endeavor to force your clairvoyant perception before asking aid of your spirit friends thus suppose some member of the audience asks the question how was my mother instead of waiting for the direct impression in this case i would say in reply to this i will first try to find your mother and describe her if i can do this i will proceed with the test this is far more satisfactory both to the speaker and to yourself i now force myself so to speak clairvoyantly and generally in few moments the form of a lady arises before me which i describe to the speaker in as much detail as possible giving also her surroundings and the description of any other persons i see with her at the time if this description is incorrect and not recognized i then ask whether the description suits any other person known to the speaker any person through whom the mother might be reached if they reply in affirmative i then endeavor to find the mother clairvoyantly and if i cannot do this i ask my guides to give me any information they can regarding her without this vision if on the other hand the test is not recognized i drop it and proceed to another case as i know that i can get nothing definite for this individual instances of this character are however very rare amounting probably to not more than 5% of the tests i give in the public how to receive impressions in all inspirational and test messages you should throw yourself as completely as possible upon your spirit friends after you have once asked their assistance and should be as responsive as you can do not wait for them to hammer any impression into your head before you state what it is but hold yourself rather in the attitude of an empty vessel and imagine a funnel in the top of your head into which ideas and impressions of all kinds are being poured as they enter your mental and psychic life you should interpret and express them as best as you can 
The foregoing is an exact account of Dr. Schleusner's method of delivering public tests, and a careful study of which will doubtless prove helpful to the earnest student, and I believe will result in a corresponding degree of development in all like cases. End of chapter 21 Recording by Lambda